Thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, to share on social media. And remember, every time you tune in, that Jesus has a word in season for you. So this week, we are going to continue to look at the subject of prayer. In the last episode, we looked at the two most important prayers that you will ever pray. The first being the prayer of salvation, and the second is the prayer to be filled with the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. We looked at what those two prayers would establish in the life of the Christian. We saw that it established a total dependency on God. It established that your heart and your mouth will always be involved in prayer. And it established a humility that you couldn't come up with this idea that there wasn't a specific amount of words or length of time that you had to pray to receive salvation or receive the infilling of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. But you were totally dependent on God and He met you exactly where you were. So today we're going to continue talking about prayer and we're going to look at some prayers that are in the Bible. That's what we talked about in the last episode is looking into the Bible and finding prayers that people have prayed and praying those prayers and seeing the same results as God breathed on these scriptures and there was revelation and there was peace and healing and joy and strength that was the result of those prayers for the people in the Old and the New Testament that God, He's so faithful, He's the same. He never changes. And so those same words that we that they prayed, we can pray those words as well and we can experience God in those ways. The reason why I had this series on my heart is we talked about salvation. The last major series that I did on the podcast was about salvation. Who is God? Who is Jesus? Who is the Holy Spirit? Now, who am I? So now that we know who we're going to talk to, what do we say when we're going to go talk to him? So I wanted to look into the Bible and see what prayers we can pray, see what conversations that we can start with God. What's amazing as you begin to look in the Bible is people talk to God about everything. Sometimes we're trained to think, oh, well, God's only interested in the big things. He's only interested in things that are like life and death matters. But God cares about everything that you care about because he loves you. He loved you first. And so whatever it is, he's going to perfect that thing that is concerning you today. So just to talk a little bit about prayer in general. Of course, prayer is a conversation with God. It's an exchange. It's taking your weakness. It's taking your frustration. It's taking the confusion or anxiety, fear, or just not knowing what to do, or just coming to Him um, when you're excited and there's still an exchange. Coming there when you, you are, there's something that's amazing that's happened and You don't even know exactly who to share it with, but you can share it with God and He's going to rejoice with you. You know, sometimes there's a time of celebration in your life and there's no one around to share it with. Or maybe if you shared it with someone, they wouldn't really understand, but God understands. He's there in the worst times and He's there in the best times. So what can you talk to God about? You can talk to God about everything, right? 
He's a loving father and he wants to hear. He just wants to spend time with you and he wants to hear your heart. What's going on in your day? So there are different types of prayers. There's prayers for other people. There's prayers for yourself. There's prayers for your family, for your leaders of your government, of your country, of the place where you work. There's prayers for the lost. So how do I know that my prayers are working? And how do I know that God is listening? Well, as we pray according to his word, then we know that he hears us. God is the God who hears us. He's a living God. And it's not that we pray these prayers as a formula, but we pray these prayers because these are the words that he spoke first. And now we get to speak these words. So let's look at 1 John 5.14. And I'm going to read my scriptures today out of the Passion Translation. Since we have this confidence, we can have great boldness before him that if we ask anything agreeable to his will, that he hears us. And if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask, we also know that we have obtained the requests that we have asked of him. So for a long time, you know, you've heard my testimony, a little bit of it, that I grew up in church. And so I would always hear about the will of God. What's the will of God for your life? You know, there's a general will of God, which is course salvation being filled with the holy spirit the things that we find in his word his will is healing and we're going to talk about that in later episodes but what is the specific will of god for me for you individually i would look into what is the will of god for me individually but i remember so specifically that there was a minister that i was listening to one day and all they said was the will of god is the word of god And I literally pulled my car over. And I remember even where I was. I was working at a university. I was in my uh, university vehicle because I drove a lot for that particular job. I was a college recruiter. So I spent a lot of time in the car. So I was trying to figure out, God, I graduated from college. What's next? What am I supposed to do with my life? And so I heard that, that the will of God is the word of God. And I literally pulled my car over and I was like, are you kidding me it's that simple so that's why we want to look into the word of god and find the prayers that are there because that is how we can pray god's heart pray god's will and that's what we want i know that's what you want as well so we can know that god is listening and that he will answer the prayers that are that are in line with his word which is fantastic because whenever you know you pray in your known um mind or you pray in your known language it's so easy to pray your will and God's will and God's plan for your life is so much greater you know there's been times I've been in relationships or times that I've had experiences and I'm like God you know is this it is this the one and you know you want it to happen and you try to make it to happen even and being able to pray the word of God and being able to pray in in the spirit and speaking in tongues it really is like he and it says in Hebrews 4 that it divides between soul and spirit. It divides between what you want and what he wants. Confusion is when you do a little bit of God's will and a little bit of your own will. God wants us to do his will completely because he has a blessing in that. There's a blessing in obedience. That's all a theme throughout the entire Bible. So I can't just depend on the prayers of others, others praying for me, 
or prayer groups or you know people around me to pray for me i have to be able to be strong enough in knowing the scriptures for myself to be able to pray for myself it's necessary and important for years i grew up in church like i've said but i had no relationship with god personally i had never spent one-on-one -on -one time i think mostly because first of all i didn't know what to say second of all I thought I felt so condemned because of mistakes I had made in my life. I thought, oh, God doesn't even want to talk to me. He doesn't want to spend time with me. But that's absolutely the opposite of what was true. We're going to talk about prayers of progressive revelation. So let's look into 2 Corinthians 5, 17 through 19, and we're going to see who we really are now because we have believed in our heart and confessed with our mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord. And again, all the scriptures today are out of the Passion Translation. Now, if anyone is enfolded into Christ, he has become entirely a new person. All that is related to the old order has vanished. And behold, everything is fresh and new. And God has made all things new and reconciled us to himself and has given us the ministry of reconciling others to God. In other words, it was God through the anointed one that God was shepherding the world, not even keeping records of their transgressions. And he has entrusted to us the ministry of opening the door of reconciliation to God. We are now ambassadors of the anointed one who carry the message of Christ to the world as though God were tenderly pleading with them directly through our lips so that we can tenderly plead with you on Christ's behalf, turn back to God and be reconciled to him. So now as Christians, as we have believed in our heart and confessed with our mouth, as we prayed that important prayer like we talked about in the last episode of salvation, now it's up to us. Now it's up to us to be able to be ministers of reconciliation. So how does, what does that look like, a minister of reconciliation? Well, that looks like being a mom, looks like being a dad, looks like being a teacher, looks like working in retail, looks like a missionary. Being, a minister, being in the ministry of reconciliation looks like exactly what God's will is for your life. So how are you supposed to know what that looks like? We get to pray these prayers of progressive revelation. You know, God shows us things step by step because he wants us to trust him. It says that it's faith that pleases him. It says the righteous, so many times in the Bible, it says the righteous will live by faith. We live by faith. That means we don't see every single thing. We don't know every single thing. But there are prayers that we can pray and we can know and we can see and we can understand what it is that God would have for us to do daily, yearly, and even as we are going down in our path, he will continue to show us things to come. So we know that that is the job of the Holy Spirit. That's one of the things that he does, that he is the revealer of truth and that he shows us things to come. So now we have become ambassadors and ministers of reconciliation and what that looks like for us and that revelation of what he wants us to do, what is God's individual will for me, it will come as we spend time with him. You know, for me, I know that the call of God for me, it didn't come in just one moment. It wasn't like this supernatural thing that happened. No, but it's been over years of serving in church, serving in other ministry organizations, and then 
God continues to develop in my heart what it is that he would have me to do. So it's been these little steps of obedience. And one of the things that has helped is being able to pray these prayers of progressive revelation. So when I say that, it's going to be in Ephesians 1 and Ephesians 3. So these are some of Paul's most recognizable prayers. And I'm going to go over these with you from the Passion Translation. So the first one that I want to go to is going to be Ephesians 1. So let's go to Ephesians 1. So let's start in verse 17, and I'm going to pray this prayer as if I was praying it for myself. He was praying it on behalf of others, but we can put ourselves into these prayers so that we can know the individual will of God for our lives. I pray that the Father, so let's just start in Ephesians 1, 17. I pray that the Father of glory, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, would impart unto me the riches of the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of revelation. And it has a little thing here that says a spirit of discovery. To know him through my deepening intimacy with him. And I pray that the light of God will illuminate the eyes of my imagination and flooding me with light until I experience the full revelation of the hope of his calling. That is the wealth of God's glorious inheritances that he finds in us, his holy ones. I thank you, Lord, that I will be that I will continually experience that immeasurable greatness of God's power that's made available to me through faith. I pray that I will continually experience the immeasurable greatness of God's power made available to me to me through faith. And then my life will be an advertisement of this immense power that works through me. This is the mighty power that was released when God raised Christ from the dead and exalted him to the place of highest honor and supreme authority in the heavenly realm. And now he is exalted. Jesus is exalted as the first above every ruler, authority, government, and realm of power and existence. He is the glorious, he is gloriously enthroned over every name that is ever praised not only in this age, but also in the age that is coming. And he alone is the leader and the source of everything that is needed in the church. He alone is my source. And God has put everything beneath the authority of Jesus Christ and has given him the highest rank above all others. And now we, I, am his church and his body on earth. And he fills us and we are being filled by him. So this first prayer is asking that the eyes of our heart would be enlightened. Because now we have been recreated in God's image and likeness. We, ha- we are a spirit. And that's, who, that's what looks like God. But now we have to have these prayers of progressive revelation because our bodies and our minds, they weren't saved. And we have to continually renew our mind to who we really are. So these prayers will allow light to come understanding to come, revelation of what it is that we're supposed to do. And then let's go to Ephesians 3. Ephesians 3 started in verse 13. So I kneel humbly in awe before the Father of our Lord Jesus, the Messiah, the perfect Father of every father and child in heaven and on earth. I mean, that right there shows us the revelation of we're coming to the Father in prayer through the name of the of Jesus Christ. So continuing in verse 16, and I pray that he would unveil to me the unlimited riches of his glory and favor until supernatural strength 
floods my most innermost being with His divine might and explosive power. Then by constantly using your faith, the life of Christ will be released deep inside of you, and the resting place of His love will become the very source and root of your life. And continuing in verse 18, Then I will be empowered to discover what every Holy One experiences, the great magnitude of the astonishing love in all its dimensions. How deeply intimate and how far-reaching is His love. How enduring and inclusive it is. Endless love beyond measurement that transcends our understanding. This extravagant love pours into me until I am filled to the overflowing with the fullness of God. I will never doubt God's mighty power that's worked within me to accomplish all of this. And He will be able to achieve infinitely more than my greatest requests, my most unbelievable dream, and exceed my wildest imagination. He will outdo them all, for His miraculous power constantly energizes me. Glory to God. And now I lift up to God all the glorious praises that rise up from every church and every generation throughout Jesus Christ and all that will be manifest through time and eternity. Amen. So God's love in this, in this passage, it shows so far reaching, it's so deeply intimate, that it's so enduring and inclusive. And we want to have this revelation of the love of God for us so that we are able to show that love of God for others. So these prayers of progressive revelation, even though they seem like, oh, sometimes maybe they seem like there's a lot of words involved, or maybe you've prayed these prayers so many times. I've, you know, grew up in church, went to Bible school, and they constantly encouraged us to pray these prayers. And there's been times where I haven't prayed these prayers, and there's been times where I have. And I'll tell you, the better times are when I pray these prayers. Something that was so encouraging to me was um, last year, my pastor, he was talking about praying these prayers and he was saying, you know what? I've fallen off the bandwagon. I've, I've stopped praying these prayers for myself and I can see a difference. I, I have to encourage myself in the Lord to be able to start praying these prayers again. And that encouraged me because he's been in ministry and he's been a pastor for twice as long my lifetime, but it just shows that, you know, if you get off from speaking the word and, you know, spending time with him and praying prayers that are Bible-based prayers, you know, that's okay. God doesn't condemn you, but he wants better for you. He wants you to know his will. He wants you to experience his peace and his joy and everything he's provided in Christ. So it's so easy to just come back to his word Pick one, pick one prayer, pick one verse out of these prayers and just treat it as your life verse, your week verse, your day verse and allow it to bring that progressive revelation, whether it's something that you're supposed to do for that day, something that you're supposed to do for that week or something that's bigger than that, something that's a life impacting thing. So allow these prayers to bring progressive revelation in your life. You know, others can pray for you. You can call other people and they can pray for you. And that's biblical and that's important. And we will pray. We'll talk more about that later. But it's so important for you. It's so important for me. That's when my life changed is when I began to develop a relationship with God personally. I remember whenever I, I was telling you earlier in the podcast about how I was a college recruiter and so I would spend a lot of time alone in my car and the car that I had, it, you know, it wasn't a fancy car, didn't have a 
anything to hook up my phone or anything, and so I was out in the middle of nowhere a lot of times. So sometimes there was only old gospel stations, or there was one other radio station that I would listen to, and it would bring Bible teaching, and then the teachers would talk about revelation light, and they would talk about knowing God's will for your life, and they would talk about praying for yourself and developing a relationship with God, and I thought, well, I don't have anything else to lose. I, I might as well spend some time in prayer. So as I would drive from town to town, I would spend time in prayer. And I remember one time I had driven a long way and I decided, you know what, I'm going to pray the whole way back. And I'll tell you what, those times are the times that I will never forget. Those are the times that I remember getting breakthrough in my life and my thinking. And also, actually, whenever the Lord spoke to my heart, not an audible voice, just a knowing in my heart of that I was supposed to leave my little hometown and little church, you know, back in um, small town Oklahoma, I knew that because I was actually spending time with the Lord as I was driving to a school early one morning as a college recruiter. And I remember it was still dark outside and I was like, God, what on earth am I supposed to do? You know, I've been seeking you, I've been asking you, you know, I, I just don't know. What am I supposed to do? And he just dropped a name of a Bible school in my heart. And I was like, what? And it took three years to for me to really understand what that meant. But I'm so grateful for that time. I'm so grateful for spending time with him because coming to the Bible school, coming and spending the three years that I went through Bible school and uh, the connections that I made here, it totally changed my life forever. So praying these prayers for yourself, if you want to know what is the will of God for my life, you can pray these prayers and He will reveal them to you. Something I did a couple months ago because, again, these prayers, it's easy for them to become familiar. I went through my Bible app, I went through the free Bible Gateway app, and I just, you know, during the day or every other day, I would pick out a different translation every day and go through the list because it brings different wording because it, it's easy. I know after I've prayed the same words over and over again, it's so easy to become religious. And that's not, that's not your goal. That's not what God wants. He doesn't just want a robot sitting there saying the same words. He wants to hear your heart. And these prayers, they just help you to be able to express that and as you express these things, he brings that fresh revelation. So today I just wanted to encourage you to be able to pray these prayers of progressive revelation for yourself. You know, it's the thing that's going to motivate you to go to the world, to fulfill the call of God on your life, is as you begin to pray these prayers for yourself as you begin to spend time with God. You can't spend time with God and not want to spend time with others. You don't, you can't spend time with God and then think, ugh, I don't want to spend time with people. I mean, of course we all have those times, but when you really truly spend time with God, quality time with God, it motivates you to want to go out. So that is what it's going to bring revelation of what it is you're supposed to do now that you are an ambassador for Jesus Christ. So thank you for listening to this episode this week. We're going to continue talking about prayer in the next episodes. So subscribe, share on social media, and thank you for joining me. 
Remember that every time you tune in, that Jesus has a word in season for you.